Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, you'll learn where not to go skinny dipping in Japan, and we'll tell you the very best way to listen to a classical concert. Stay tuned for episode 146 How Jellyfish and Chicken Can Save Your Life. Five, four, three, two, one. Direct from beautiful downtown Okayama City, Japan, you are once again, for no apparent reason, listening to Planet Japan. Get ready to join Doug and Jen as they take you on an unpredictable journey through the wacky and wonderful world they call home. And now, here's Doug and Jen. So, Jen, true or false? Okay. Barack Obama, the Democratic nominee for president, is actually a terrorist. False. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sarah Palin seems to think if he's not a terrorist, at least all his best buddies are terrorists and he just hangs around with them and does fun things together with them, you know, like、uh, skateboarding perhaps. Or you know,、yeah. going to the movies. Going or, to the movies. Yeah, yeah. Having an ice cream social. Sure. sure. Yeah. Those are all things、uh-huh. terrorists do. Exactly. In their free time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. The.、Um, McCain and、uh, Palin campaign has apparently decided that the best way to win the election is not to talk about the issues, but to convince everybody that Obama is the Antichrist himself,、uh, the devil incarnate, and a terrorist to boot. Huh. I wonder if that's working for them. Apparently not, because the polls are showing <laughs> that、uh, Obama is starting to run away、mm. from、uh, the Republican ticket. On his way to Perhaps a landslide victory in just a matter of days now. Yeah, it's coming up. It's oh, coming it's coming soon. soon. Yeah, oh, it's、yeah. going to be exciting. It's going to be a new day. <laughs> a new day will dawn. Oh, yeah. I hope it all works out. I really do. <laughs> I do. I really do. I don't know. America's been really strange, acting really strange lately. Have you seen、uh, some of these、uh, McCain Palin rallies, especially、uh, the, Sarah, the Sarah Palin rallies? Where, where the crowds are, are turning ugly. They're、right. turning into, into these,、uh, the, these wild, wild eyed mobs carrying torches and marching through the streets and, and demanding that,、uh, that Obama be shown up for the, for the terrorist socialist commie that he is. <laughs> for the terrorist ice cream <laughs> socials he's been attending. Exactly. Right. We should introduce ourselves. Oh, sure. I'm、uh, Doug DeLong. I'm Jennifer Biggers. And once again, people find themselves listening for no apparent reason to Planet Japan, this time episode 146. Okay, welcome. You know why we call it 146, don't you? Because it comes after 145. Exactly, yeah.、Oh. Last time we were 145.、That's、I thought,、right. hey, why not call it 146 this time? That's pretty good. You're、yeah. working on a linear, a linear mode、exactly. of thinking.、Yeah. I like to keep a, kind of an organizational thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it's pretty mathematical. Pretty yeah, it's, it's fascinating when、yeah. you think about it. Technology. Exactly. Numbers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You remember、uh, last time we、uh, had an email from a guy named George? Yes, that's right. In Germany. That's right. And we were kind of、uh, shocked to find out that he spelled George without an E on the end. Oh, yes, yes that's right. Yeah, and we were flummoxed. Yeah. We were confused. Confused, and, but he put us straight. Yeah, he sent us another email. Yeah. To、uh, let us know what was going on with his name. Yeah, it was actually quite fascinating. It, it was indeed. It was.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Yeah, George wrote to us again. He wrote us a lengthy email. 
Yeah, it was pretty nice. It was long. Yeah. I was up all night. <laughs> <laughs> a novel. He made it clear that the reason there's no E on the end of George is because he didn't want to be confused with George Bush. Right. Yeah. The E on the end is apparently an American spelling. That's and right. No E is the European spelling of George. Exactly. In yeah. fact, he gave us the whole 3,000-year uh, history of the, of uh, the uh, name of George. The name George. It's actually quite interesting. <laughs> He says, um, both spellings uh, and all other European versions came from the Greek name Georgios, you see, mm. which has the origin in the word Georgios, which means literally earth worker or farmer. Farmer. And he goes, hey, and my dad's a farmer. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so it all comes together. Yeah, it's the cycle. Yeah. The cycle has exactly. come around. Who else sent us a fun email? Oh, Peter. Peter. New listener. Ah, uh, the new the new guy. Yeah, the new okay. guy. He uh, calls himself Peter the Just Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you're much more than okay, Peter. So he apparently doesn't have a very high opinion of himself. <laughs> oh. That's not good. Or, or it's a nickname that he got in college <laughs> or something. It's kind of sad, actually. Peter the Just Okay. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he lives here in Japan. He's been here 11 years. And uh, he sent us a story, which uh, we're going to go ahead and make our Dick of the Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I guess we could do it now. Yeah, no. It's I guess there's no law that says we have to do it later in the show. I know, except you have to listen to the end of the show. Yeah, if, don't, if we tell you now, exactly. you have yeah. to promise to listen to the end of the show. Don't be turning off the show and running <laughs> off to do, you know something important. Yeah, like laundry. <laughs> don't be thinking, hey, they already did the dick of the week. I'm out of here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a funny story that he sent to us. Yeah, he, it's um, pretty good. It's been on the news. It was even on CBS. No way. Oh, yeah. Wow. Way. <laughs> it's about the crazy guy, the crazy foreigner. The crazy foreigner. In, the crazy uh, Westerner, they said. They said Westerner. Yeah. yeah. I'm guessing they don't mean Western Japan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, he apparently uh, was uh, strolling along uh, by, the, by the moat outside of the castle where the emperor lives there in Tokyo. Okay. The imperial He's palace. Taking a, a walk. Taking a walk. Yeah. Along the uh, promenade. Mm-hmm. If you will. Okay. Yeah. Decided he would take off all his clothes and go skinny dipping in the moat. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed mm. like a good idea at the time. Sure, except it's been a little bit chilly lately. Yeah, yeah. you would think. Mm, yeah. You think in the summertime people would be, you know, itching to get in the water, but I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that maybe he had been drinking just a little bit. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after uh, a number of people uh, alerted the police to the fact that there was a crazy guy, Jean, naked in the moat, <laughs> the police arrived on the scene and chased him around the moat in their little <laughs> boat for about an hour. I know. With a giant stick. With a giant stick. <laughs> Beating him, pummeling him. It's pretty effective. Trying to drown him. <laughs> well, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, for for a good hour, he evaded the police. I know. Yeah. Just swimming around and around. He must I guess. have been a hell of a swimmer. I guess so. I yeah. know. To, you know, even in a rowboat, you have to swim it was Michael fast. Phelps. It might have been Michael Phelps, the Olympic guy. Yeah, doing laps. Yeah. <laughs> Just thought he'd do a few laps around the palace. Yeah. Scenic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually, he, he jumped out of the water. Right. Probably got tired. And then he, he scaled one of those giant stone walls they have. Right. To keep the marauders out. <laughs> well, it's a castle. It's yes. a castle. You've got to have a stone wall. Yeah. He climbed the stone wall, a pretty impressive feat. Naked. Naked, yeah, exactly. Wow. Jumped over to the other side into the waiting arms of the police. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Surprise. Surprise, nice indeed. Nice to see you. Right. Yeah. Well. 
So he was carted off. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they gave him some clothes to put on. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Or a blanket, a blanket or something. Or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. One of the odd things about this story is a quote from a police spokesman who apparently was referring to something that the emperor had once said. Right. When uh, the emperor was quoted to have said, if you knew what's in the moat, you wouldn't go skinny dipping there. <laughs> oh, well. So uh, Peter raises the question, and that does raise some questions. What's in the moat? Exactly. exactly. What the heck is in that moat that the emperor knows about that nobody else seems to be aware of? Mm, crocodiles. Yeah, that's what he, he, he speculates, yeah. maybe alligators, right. or uh, maybe an underwater nuclear facility. Mm, maybe. Mm, that could be. Yeah. Well, actually, it's just probably polluted water. That's my guess. Could be. Yeah, it's yeah. Tokyo, for Christ's sake. The naked guy in the moat. He's our dick of the week. Congratulations to him. Yay. Yeah. Crazy and, uh, shenanigans of skinny dipping. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Yeah, thanks, Peter. That's, yeah. that's cool. That, that was, was awesome. pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, Peter also wrote us uh, an email to remind us about the story that we did on the guy with all the poisonous snakes in his apartment. Oh, yeah, that was really interesting. And you made the claim that uh, there were only poisonous snakes in Okinawa. That's right. That's what they said on the news. Yeah, oh, and you believed it. E- you know, you crazy believe what me- they say on the news. Media. I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, Damn it's true. media. It's true. Okay. It's true. I'm, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm completely to blame for this. Well, uh, Peter claims that um, there are other poisonous snakes in Japan. Okay. In fact, Peter says that uh, I am writing to you from the snake bite ward of Mie Prefectural Hospital. He says there are 37 other patients here in this facility, and we've had a rash of poisonous snake attacks in this part of Japan in the last two weeks ever since your podcast. We are to blame for He's people blaming us. touching snakes. Exactly. He people, says, um, who would want to touch a snake? But you shouldn't be touching snakes. Exactly. Don't yeah. touch snakes. Peter says it seems that listeners have been happily picking up snakes ever since you mentioned that there weren't any in the rest of Japan. And as a result, snake bite victims have doubled to 37 in the last 10 days. And it's, I guess it's all our fault. Wow. Please don't sue us. No, I feel terrible. <laughs> I got that off the news, I yeah. swear. That's don't blame how- <laughs> us. Okay, so uh, thank you, Peter. We got an email from uh, someone named Frondo Bagel. Bagel? Or is it Bagel? It's spelled Bagel. It's spelled B-A-G-E-L. Huh. Rondo Bagel. Rondo says, he's a long-time listener, but a first-time emailer. He says, when I heard about the clown car guy and the girls in the phone box. Yeah. The naked girls. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of my bus. (laughs) I go to college on a bus, and it picks up from a local boys' school called King's, and when the bus stops at their stop, it's like a clown car. When all the boys come out of the second story of the bus, it looks Uh, like a big clown car, because there's like... They keep coming for like 30 minutes. Wow. <laughs> hmm. Double-decker bus. Double-decker bus does. You know, there is a red double-decker bus right here in Okayama. There is, but it's not running. No, it's just sitting there yeah. in the middle of a vacant lot. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it is strange. <laughs> very strange. So uh, thank you, Frondo. And last but not least. Not least. Certainly not least. Never least. Got a very nice email from uh, Julio. Julio. Who is a new listener. Yeah? Yeah, and he has his own podcast. Wow. Yeah, and we, so whenever we have listeners who have their own podcast, we like to, you know, tell people about it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Share the love. Exactly. Yes. Now, I listen to uh, to his show, and he's he's quite good. Oh, yeah? Uh, quite interesting and entertaining. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. His name is Julio, and he's an estranged New Yorker. Okay. Yeah, and I guess that means he's from New York, but he doesn't live there now? 
That's what is that what I would guess? Well, that's what the word estranged means. But that's right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not up on the hip language <laughs> nowadays. I'm sure it means something completely different now. Anyway, he um, he does this podcast uh, with his lovely wife. Oh, nice. It's a couple show. It's a couple show. Yeah. Oh. Indeed. That's sweet. It is. Oh. Yeah. He says she keeps him grounded. Oh, you see. I see. I guess that means whenever he needs to be punished, she says you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> you can't leave the house for 30 days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, they were nice enough to uh, talk a little bit about Planet Japan on their last show. Oh, that's nice. Thank you very much. So the uh, name of Julio's show is Julio from New York. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a nice yeah. name. I'm not sure why he didn't call it me and Julio down by the schoolyard. That would seem the <laughs> obvious choice for a name. Well, for yeah. Paul Simon fans. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but if people go over to Julio from NY dot okay. com. Oh. And Julio, of course, is J U L I O. Julio from NY dot com, they'll find a show over there. Okay. People should take a listen. Yeah. Please yeah. do. Indeed. Yep. Thank you, Julio. So Jen, you ever go deep sea fishing? Uh, not fishing, but I've been diving pretty deep. But I mean, really? yeah, I've got an advanced diver's license. No kidding. Yeah, really. I did not know that. Really? I love diving. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm serious. I really like diving. I've gone diving one time. Really? Yeah. Great. So anyway, I asked you about deep sea fishing because I, I heard that uh, they found some fish really, really deep. In fact, deeper than they've ever found fish. Places where they, it was so deep they, they didn't know that any fish could exist. It That's was like right. 30,000 feet. That's right. 30,000 yeah. feet or 9,000 meters for you metric people. Around Japan is called the Japan Trench. It's part of the Pacific Ring of Fire, yeah. if you remember from your geography class. Oh, plate sure. tectonics, everyone. Yeah, it was a great Johnny Cash song. Too. <laughs> it's a very, very deep part of the ocean. And they have been sending a new kind of submersible down there that can go deeper than ever before just to take a look. And like they said, they didn't think that they could find anything living down there, but they did. Indeed. Yeah. They found a group of snailfish, quite a large group, so they think that more fish live at these depths. So it's pretty interesting. Dr. Monty Preed of the University of Aberdeen described uh -huh. these fish as being cute. Cute, yeah. It's kind of the scientific word for them. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a true or false for you. Oh, good. So, of course, the question on every Japanese person's mind is, can you eat it? Ah. So, can, can you eat these fish as sushi? True or false? Only if you are ready to go down 30,000 feet into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm guessing, uh, sure, why not? No, that's false. Really? You cannot eat them as sashimi, as raw fish. Because? Well, these snailfish are scaleless, and they have a thin skin, but it's very loose and gelatinous, uh -huh. and it's covered with slime and spines. Slime and spines. Not very appetizing. That sounds like a good name for a restaurant. Or a rock group. Or a rock group. Yeah. Slime and Slime spines. Slime and spines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can't eat them. So you can't. Okay, so they won't be fishing there anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. 30,000 so. feet. That's about how high you fly in an airplane. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, welcome to the world, deep snailfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they always considered themselves as part of the world, but... They probably were wondering what took people so long to, to find them. They were probably going, hey, it's about time you guys showed up. Well, actually, when you bring them back up to to the surface, they're, they're not doing so hot. 
you know, because they're used to having all that pressure. Oh, they around. brought him up. Yeah, they brought him up, and they yeah and they, they died. Sort of, probably. Well, yeah, they did. Well, that's what I think. They <laughs> yeah. should leave him alone. Yeah, they should. They should leave him alone. They're having their happy little yeah. life down there. They should leave him alone. Yeah, They're crying out loud. Well, yeah, all in the name of research. Okay, these deep sea snailfish are not the only fish in the news this week. I know. Speaking of research, jellyfish. Jellyfish. Yeah, and more importantly, a man, a Japanese man, who's studying these je- uh, these jellyfish. Uh, has won the Nobel Prize for chemistry. Very impressive. Yeah, just yeah. yesterday, actually. Now he's not the only Japanese scientist uh, no. to win the Nobel Prize. No, we've got uh, four, four winners, including wow. we've got this, the one guy for chemistry, and we've got three for physics. Amazing. Which hasn't happened in quite a while. So Indeed. Japan is very excited. Oh, we're proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are calling... All of these people, Japanese, even though two of them have actually become U.S. citizens. Well, close enough. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but they were born in Japan and, and raised in yeah. Japan. So The guy who won the Nobel Prize for chemistry, his name is Osamu and Shimomura. Okay. And he is from Kyoto Prefecture. But he went to the United States and now is a citizen of the United States. Anyway, he isolated this protein in these glowing jellyfish mm-hmm. the the protein that makes them glow right and it seems that this protein this glowing protein can attach itself to other proteins in in living cells in the living body and that's how we can track living systems now if we talk about oh the growth of cancer tumors or the growth of embryos we can watch them grow Indeed. via these glowing proteins so this could actually help uh, in, in treatment of cancer. That's patients. right. It is actually being compared to the invention of the microscope. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's really interesting. Professor Jellyfish. Professor Jellyfish. Yeah. I just want to mention the names of the Nobel Prize winners for physics. One is a Yochihiro Nambu, and he's actually a big dude, man. He's made this math formula that's supposedly explaining the cosmos. It's a pretty I don't know. We could we could talk forever about about what he's actually discovered, but it's it's a little bit complicated. Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> it's a little bit complicated, but just be sure that you you study quarks now in science class. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy who yeah. who made it all happen. And the other two are Makoto Kobayashi and Toshihide Masakawa. Okay. Congratulations Con- to all our really smart Japanese guys. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Nobel. Now uh we were up for consideration this year for the Nobel Prize for podcasting. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know. Yeah, but we didn't get any votes <laughs> because people are prejudiced against us for apparently no reason. Well, we are spreading erroneous information about poisonous snakes. <laughs> that yeah. could have something to do that's with it. That's pretty bad, man. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, you know, speaking of fish and how delicious they are. They it's time for the Planet Japan Food Corner. Yay. Yay. We have some exciting food stories this week. Yes, we do. Oh, They're indeed. Pretty good. And uh, the most exciting one has to do with everybody's favorite ice cream, Haagen-Dazs. But I like Ben & Jerry's. Oh, Ben & Jerry's is good. Yeah. Yeah, but Haagen-Dazs is pretty damn good, too. Yeah, Haagen-Dazs is pretty good. Yeah. And Haagen-Dazs you can get it pretty much anywhere in Japan. Anywhere in the world, I think. Ben & Jerry's. You used to be able to get that here. Nuh-uh. Yeah, in 7-Eleven, they carried Ben & Jerry's. No, I don't believe you. That was quite a while ago, but you can't do it. You know, they've gone. They've abandoned us. Huh. Ben, Jerry, if you're listening, please bring back your <laughs> lovely ice cream. <laughs> Give Especially me the cherry, Chunky Monkey. Chunky Monkey. Chunky Monkey. Cherry I love Garcia. Chunky Monkey. Uh, cherry Garcia was pretty good, too. Oh, it's, it's yeah. good. Yeah. 
Chunky monkey, though. Anyway. <laughs> Hagen Dazs apparently, uh, in, a, in a burst of creative promotion, came up with a, a very interesting idea. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. And they, uh, they, they sponsored a concert. Yeah. A classical concert in uh, Tokyo. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, classy. And, but they only invited 100 couples. Oh. And the 100 couples were winners in a drawing. That I see. They sponsored. I see. Okay. They said, you are the lucky winners. You get to come to the concert. I see. Now, usually when you go to a concert, you go there and you sit in the, the theater seats and so on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like me, when you go to a classical concert, you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So instead of theater seats, they provided all these couples with lovely $3,500 beds. Wow. To uh, enjoy the concert from while in the bed. You see. Okay, I see. Yeah. yeah. Not well, only that, reclining. You see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A more relaxed yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. So you got this huge room full of a hundred beds <laughs> with a hundred couples. Right. And it's just got orgy written all over it. <laughs> anyway, no. So the an orgy apparently did not break out. Oh, I see. People were well behaved. Probably because they fattened them up by telling them they could eat all the Hagendas they could possibly uh, ingest without you know killing throwing themselves up. or throwing up yeah. on their. Million dollar beds. So you've got the, these hundred couples in these expensive beds, gorging on Hagen Dazs ice cream while watching the uh, the classical concert. Wow! It's a very uh, odd scene. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we have a photo to prove it. We'll put on the website at planetjapan.org. Yeah. Because it does sound pretty far fetched, but it's true. It really happened. Yeah. Well, I can imagine we... people doing that in the privacy of their own home, but now they just did it in. Exactly. It's like it being at home watching a classical concert in your living room. I wonder if they or had in the, your bedroom. I wonder if they had the crispy sandwiches there. I love the crispy sandwiches. <laughs> well, those are good. Those are good, man. Oh yeah. The the matcha, the oh, green sure. tea, crispy sand <laughs> <laughs> is the best. Well, there you go. That's our Hagen Dazs story. In other food related news. Yeah. Chicken legs. Mmm, yum. <laughs> Ice cream and chicken legs. Uh chicken legs uh, apparently uh according to some Japanese scientists are going to prove to be useful in combating high blood pressure. Yeah, if you can get people to eat them. Yeah, they tested it out with a bunch of rats. Yeah. A bunch of uh, rats with high blood pressure who apparently have very stressful lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it actually lowered their blood pressure. Yeah, and who are willing to eat these chicken legs. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I just don't see that. They didn't actually eat the chicken legs. They oh. took the collagen from the chicken legs and collagen. gave it to the, to the rats. Yeah. Collagen. You know, they have a bunch of collagen restaurants in Japan. That's what I've heard. I'm not sure I really believe it. It's true. It's, it's true. true. Yeah. Collagen, collagen restaurants. Collagen is good for the skin. It yeah. keeps your skin youthful. Supposedly, that's, that's yeah. the secret. Collagen. collagen. Ingesting a bunch of collagen. Is collagen soup. Yum. Mm. Comes from chicken legs. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Anyway, I guess uh, it's not available yet commercially, but uh, Japanese scientists have shown that, yes, indeed, chicken legs will lower blood pressure if you eat, eat a thousand of them a day. <laughs> <laughs> If you spend the rest of your life at Kentucky Fried Chicken, you'll make them very happy and you'll have youthful skin and you'll have low blood pressure. pressure. Yeah, Yeah. great. And your life will be perfect. Perfect. That's the answer. Well, that's our food corner for this week. Well, uh, as you know, the government of Japan has come up with yet another exciting campaign. Wonderful. Yeah, it's called the Visit Japan Campaign. Yokoso Japan. Yeah, there you go. They want people to come to Japan. Well, of course, you know, people are coming to Southeast Asia in droves. They might as well come to Japan. That's right. Why not? Last year, Japan had 8.35 million people visit. Wow. And they want to they want this campaign to generate 10 million foreigners in the year 2010. 
Yeah. I see. Okay. That sounds like a scary idea, though, 10 million foreigners. All at once? Yeah. Yeah, that's Japan. probably a bad idea. That's a lot of foreigners. Yeah, it's a lot to yeah. take on. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they got this campaign. And as part of this campaign, they've been doing some uh, surveying, apparently. Hmm, yes. The um, Japan Ministry of Internal Affairs mm-hmm. took a survey right. of the owners of Japanese inns and hotels and found something interesting. They found out that over 60% of Japanese inns and hotels had foreign guests last year. Okay. Which means about 40% did not have foreign guests. Right, right. I'm not sure if that means they didn't allow foreigners to stay there or they just didn't happen to have any... Yeah. But in any event, they didn't have foreign they guests. They didn't have, yeah. yeah. Now, of this 40% who did not have mm-hmm. foreign guests, right. 70% of that group says, yeah, and we don't want any in the future either. <laughs> well, yeah, they th- yes, they said they they didn't, but they, they did give reasons. Oh, sure. Yeah. They said that they couldn't speak English or they don't have a foreign language capacity, and they said their facilities weren't suited to foreign guests. By that, I guess they mean that the average Japanese room is about the size of a closet, a <laughs> Japanese hotel room. They're very <laughs> small. That they are. They're, they're very yeah. small. And they said another concern was that they couldn't handle, quote, any problems that may occur, which probably, <laughs> <laughs> which probably run on along the lines of the facilities aren't suited and they can't speak yeah. uh, Japanese. But, you know, I've never – I've been in lots of hotels in this country. I've never been denied – a room. Yeah, me neither. I've never been denied a room. But uh, the article goes on to say that most of the people who responded of this 40%, right, were ryokan order. Ah, the traditional inn. Japanese inn. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if all all you need is a little bit of information, if you're prepared for a ryokan, these little inns, they're family owned, you sleep on a on the floor, you know, there's no beds. And a futon. Yeah, and a futon. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to be served raw fish, you know, Japanese delicacies. You know, if you're prepared and you, you know, you're adventurous and you want to try these, these things. Also, there's probably a squat toilet. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you want the real Japanese experience, you know, you, you know, don't go to the uh, Hilton. You go to the uh, Ryokan. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So if you're prepared for all that and willing to take that on, then there shouldn't be any problems. Indeed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, I thought it was interesting that 70% said uh, we didn't have foreign guests and we don't want any in the future. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, well, before we wrap things up tonight, yeah, we wanted to take a look at the world of art yeah. in Japan and a rather unusual medium. Exactly. It's, it's very, very interesting. It's uh, this new company in Japan called D-Barcode, and they have made these designs using the using barcodes uh evidently many designers have have trouble using the traditional barcode because it's usually just this white square mm-hmm. with the lines on it like a barcode line yeah, it's kind of boring but these new barcodes are are really cute actually one of them looks like rain or a waterfall or a cityscape or something. Now it's, these are are designed to be used on different kinds of products? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. As, uh, they're designed to be barcodes, is what they are, but they're just really cute. Are they designed specifically for specific products, or are they such that you can use them on lots of different products? Well, I don't really know, but I think that this company will will custom make a barcode for you, it seems. Ah. Yeah. That makes sense. Or you can choose from one of their pre-made designs. Mm-hmm. So if you if you got a can of cat food, you might want a barcode that looks, looks like, like a cat. Looks like a cat. Exactly. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it'd be so cute. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, okay, that's good. The world of art will never be the same. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's interesting. We've got artistic barcodes now. Yeah. And don't worry. We'll, we'll put a picture and a link on the, on the website at planetjapan.org. Don't forget to go there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth a look. They're so cute. Yeah, they're very cool. They, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'd love to, you know, stay and chat all night. Oh, yeah. We can talk about physics. Yeah, but we yeah. have a lot better things to do. <laughs> we have lives to lead. Yeah, we've got wedding plans to make. Yeah, not you and I. No. No, but you definitely have wedding plans. I do. Yeah, I've heard you're getting married uh, soon. Yeah, I'm getting married in December. December, last day of December. The last day of December. Wow. Yeah, happy new year. It'll, well, be, it'll yeah, be awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not actually getting married in Japan. No. Well, I'm going to have the wedding in America, in Texas, uh, pretty much for my parents' sake. Back in Texas. Back a Texas, in Texas wedding. Yeah. I'm envisioning something like I used to watch on Dallas on the TV show. <laughs> Those big weddings with a uh, thousand people. No, no, it's a very, very small wedding. Most uh, of my friends now live in Japan, and of course, my boyfriend's, you know, friends and family are Japanese. Yeah. So. So I'm, is I'm, his family going to fly back uh, for the wedding? His to Texas? parents are. His parents really? are. But in the Japanese mm. tradition, if you invite people to the wedding, you pay for everything. Right. So if we invite all these friends, then we have to pay for their flight over and hotels and stuff. So we just didn't invite anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We'll probably have like a small party in Japan, invite all of our friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It sounds like the cheaper option. I'm I'm imagining it's uh, a lot of work, though, to get this all together. Yeah, it is. Although my mother, she's she's very strong-willed, and she sort of took over. And Ah. that's, yeah, no, yeah. It was all decided within, you know, a couple of weeks. You know. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. She's, okay. She's done it all, and I just say, okay. Now, this is your first time to get married? <laughs> yeah. And his first time? Yeah. So you're a couple of virgins in that sense. In, yeah, in the sense of, of having wedding ceremonies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, good luck. Oh, yeah. Happy wedding. We'll keep you up to date. We hope people enjoy the show. We uh, will be right back here in a couple of weeks. Don't forget to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Please come back. And, and please tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wonderful if you did. Yeah, your friends, your family. Yeah. Yeah. Coworkers? Strangers on the street. Okay. Anybody, really. Yeah, be careful with strangers. Don't talk to strangers, actually. <laughs> and don't be touching snakes. No. No. And, of course, if you want to send a message to us, we're at planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And we're going to close the show out tonight with a really cool rap tune. It's called Come Up Done, and it's by Mr. Dakota Collins, who just happens to be the son of the lovely voice of Planet Japan herself is Carol Burtwell. And so we hope that uh, Carol and Dakota will remember in years to come that it was, yes indeed, Planet Japan who launched Dakota to fame and fortune. Okay, thanks everyone. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Get it, my nigga. Cause people blow smoke, but they don't do shit. And they often forget this one life to live. Man, I feel it as I write this shit. It's time for me to take these chances. It will only lead to my advancement. Though it may not happen the way I planned it. Still, I gotta make it pop off. And stay on the grind so that time is not lost. Climb my way to the top, he's not gone. They think they're playing hard, I can see that they all saw. They should've known that the minute they got tossed. 
that I'm not gonna make this easy. Nope. I'm out for one thing that may please me. Fuck fame, I wanna be a legend in this game. I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? Hit money for codes, that's what I was told. By the sick red bone, 31 years old. I was just 19, coming into my own. That particular moment is what made it known. I gotta do me as much as possible. For other men's actions, I'm not responsible. Cause in the end, who's gonna sponsor you? If you're not your own man, that is implausible. No half stepping, I got a rendezvous with my destiny and I'm taking it home. Aware of the fact I can't make it alone. So tell me. Who wanna get on? Cause all I wanna do is get money, live long. Drive around the world and see y'all in sight. If I don't get blinded by the flashy lights, baby girl, I'ma smash tonight. Damn. I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, just don't you know we about to do it. I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, just don't you know we about to do it. The motto is victory or death. So I'm going for gusto until there's nothing left to stop me except myself. Uh-huh. And to help, I'm not doing it just for wealth. I wanna see my whole team get like me So I won't sell them a dream like Curtis Jackson You work hard for it, you deserve the action Cause dude, I remember back when Me and my homeboys were posting light a blunt Chopping it up about the life you want We took our own paths, if you got stuck Spending more time worrying about who got what When all we got is us, I think for me Cause nobody gon' take care of me like me I still want a brotherhood like G5G So kids will say, that's what I want to be I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If it's alright, stand aside, don't you know we about to do it? I got my money right, I'm feeling like I'm taking flight. If 